think it's safe to say that our luck has officially turned around, guys. We are back, baby. We are fucking back. We are back. Yeah. Classic. We are back. That's we right. are back. And welcome back to another episode of Who Do You Think You Are? I Am, episode 12, 12 Days of Christmas. It is me, their host, Chenz, alongside co-host, longtime friend, Puma. What's going on? And we are also joined with a new member of the crew. You, you want to you wanna do the intro? Sure. Uh, we have added a new family member to the family of Who Do You Think You Are? I Am. Uh, he is a going to be our social media. He's going to be our man behind the glass, the man on the other side of the laptop. Uh, my little brother, Nikki. Nikki, introduce yourself. What's going on? So we're gonna we ha- we've added a guy to our team. Sorry about the the hiatus that we went on for two weeks. We we need, were, we need to we need to do some uh, soul searching. Some soul searching. We need to find ourselves. We and I think we found ourselves. We were in tough contract negotiations with my brother <laughs> to get him on the show, and he, he's he, here. He drives a he drives a hard bargain. He does, but we got it done. Uh, some Fortnite skins later, he's here. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like bargaining with Native Americans with beads and shells. <laughs> All right, so uh, we've missed a lot. Missed a lot. A lot has happened. We really did. The last time you heard our voices, if you went to listen to Fanalyze This, mm. we were on their ep- episode titled The Eskimo Brothers. Great episode. Great episode. You should go over and listen to it if you have not. Um, I found out some interesting things that I didn't know, <laughs> considering that our shows are forever tied together. Yeah. Or uh, cemented in ice, if you will. Mm-hmm. Eskimo ice. But, um, all right. So uh, let's get this started with <laughs> yeah. Let's go. A couple episodes ago, maybe about eight episodes ago, we were talking about Star Wars, and we were talking about where you should, how you should watch your trilogy if you've never watched it oh, before. So, so we have a, we have a third person here. I'm gonna I'm gonna assume he goes and agrees with you. Ask him. All right, Nikki. Uh, so. Your brother says that the proper way to watch Star Wars is in the order in which they were released. I argue that now that they're all out, you should watch them in chronological order, not necessarily when they were released. So basically, in episode order. Yes. What do you, who do you agree with? Alright, so my opinion is that when you're watching Star Wars, you're thinking of many movies. You're thinking of eight straight movies, including the ninth movie, uh, The Rise of Skywalker, coming out in December of 2019. My opinion is that I agree with probably Chen's to watch Whoa! it in uh, chronological order. Because um, when you're thinking about Star Wars, there's so much you need to know about how Darth Vader came over, how the Emperor was formed, like who's the father of Luke, are those his actual parents in the moisture farm, Princess Leia, how their brother and sister, how Han Solo came, you know. You have to know all these things, and that's why you should watch the prequels, even though they're terrible movies, by the way. Um, but I think he's he's what he's saying is you should watch them in... So you're saying you should watch them episode one first. Yes. That's, that's what I said, because you need to know the backstory. Yeah, but you know what? And though? Your brother says that the, the 
why why watch him why he thinks you should watch them in the in the, in the order that they were released yeah is that you you find out all the stuff later right no you watch them in chronological no you don't watch them in chronological order you watch them in their release date order because you're not supposed to apparently there was only supposed to be one Star Wars movie right, and then they not. added them on so you want to know you want to know the originals will give you the basis and the originals are the best ones mm. so if you watch the originals we first we can all agree on that then you turn around and say well you know now I have the prequels where I can find out how Vader got to the point that he got into Return of the Jedi and how the Emperor had so much power and now you can go back and kind of connect all the dots together because if the prequels are don't a hundred percent a lie because you don't know who Han Solo is. Han Solo wasn't met until the original trilogy. You know, he was just some, you know, um, scavenger that was that they met at Mos Eisley. So I really think that it's watching it in the order it came out is the best way to get the full effect of it. All right. Well, I'm not here to change your mind. You're not gonna change. Me. I know I'm not. I know. And we've had we've had this arg- we've had this discussion before. I don't want to spend another forty minutes on it. So when we're trying to come back. So but, Nikki just dropped the title. But let's just say your own brother sides with me. Well, that's let's leave that. Let's leave that on the. That's on fine. The table. And if you ask Christopher, Christopher will probably agree with me. So uh, well, we'll about, get that. Well, what about Indy? Well, <laughs> what would Indy say? I don't. Nikki. Indy doesn't know his ass from his elbow. So. Indy's a dog. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we finally got our title. You know. In that episode, I said we were going to get a title and a trailer in November. We did. I thought you were, I thought you were talking about our episode. No. I was like, we titled it already? <laughs> Damn, Nikki's already fast at work. So, Rise of Skywalker, it goes in so many different ways. I liked the trailer outside of the Matrix jump that in slow motion that Ray did over, I, I assume Kylo Ren's uh, TIE Fighter. But bringing back Sid- Sidious in the game now, you know, Kind of, kind of, they're trying to do a fan service to us because episode eight was so bad. And everybody's saying that this would have been JJ's episode eight if he directed it because he didn't direct episode eight. Ryan Johnson did. Side note Disney is Star Wars now, right? Yes. Lucasfilm is owned by Disney right. who makes Star Wars. Disney's on fucking fire right now with all, the, with all the recreations of the classic cartoon movies. Well, Dumbo was terrible. It's terrible. Terrible. Terrible, terrible, horrible, horrible. I'm really, I'm. I wasn't a big Dumbo fan. I was anyway. gonna say, I don't think. I'm I feel more, like Dumbo gets overlooked a lot. He does. You know, it does. when people think Disney, they think like Aladdin, Lion King. Mm-hmm. Which not Dumbo. Which I know. They're, they're, I know. That's what I'm saying. They're on. They're on a roll. Mm-hmm. But if Dumbo sucked, that's not a good look. No, it's not. That is not a good look. You know, and you know, Lion King is coming out. Toy Story's coming out. You know. Oh my God! No, enough with Toy Story. There's enough. so many movies coming. Come on! I, 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 what was it? The second one that they that made everyone sad when Andy's going off to college or some shit. That was the third one. The third one. All right. So that was a good one. I feel like just leave it there. How much more can you make? They're running out of ideas. That's why they're making all these movies again. Bring back a Bug's Life. I'm joking. <laughs> Who ordered the poopoo plata? Yeah. Anyway, um, so Star Wars. As we finally got something, we got another trailer at Celebration, which was in Chicago. The Mandalorian, which is going to be on Disney Plus. That looks great. That's like a a bounty hunter type um, um, scenario. Very cool. So that looks like it's going to be cool. And they finally got a video game coming out called The Fallen Jedi. That looks like it's going to be cool too. But when going back to the movie, I think that 
you know, you're going to find out that Ray Ray lineage, you're going to fi- finally find out Leia lineage, you're going to find out that the Emperor was behind everything all along. Um, and I'm looking forward to it. You know, I want this to be an answer for The Last Jedi. I'm not giving up hope, but if this movie's terrible, you know, I, I, I've lost all faith. What do you mean faith. an answer for that? I don't understand. Because The Last Jedi was so divisive. It was the worst movie in the entire saga. Fun fact: I haven't. I think I told you this. I haven't seen a Star Wars movie since Revenge of the Sith. Since no, since Episode Two. So you didn't see Revenge of the Sith. So you haven't seen Attack of the Clones. You saw Attack of the Clones. You haven't seen Revenge right. of the Sith. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I think that um, why are all the new why are all the new ones shitty? Was it was was uh was uh what was that one? Um, the prequels now are getting more what claim. First, what was the first one that, that came out? The first like newer one. The Phantom Menace? No, 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 no. Force no, no. Awakens. Force Awakens. They said Force Awakens was a remake of Episode 4, and it drew a lot of parallels to Episode 4. Huh. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't bad. I liked Episode 4. They did they, they did That's a like good job. They, they introduced like all these new characters, Yeah, right? and what they did was was they, were, they, they created this arc that they could have done so much with, and then Ryan Johnson comes in and shits all over it. It's exactly what happened. Damn. Softball chat blowing up. So blowing up. Season starts next week. Purple Cobra is back in action. New jerseys, new sponsor. New jersey, new sponsor. Reigning champions. Time to get it. Time Reigning to get champions guns. of the summer league. Of the summer. Well, yeah, of the summer league. Uh, not, not the fall league. Not the fall league. We finished in third? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Uh, also our nemesis, Pops Crew. Pops Crew. All right. So... Star Wars done. Moving on. Now back to our our meat and potatoes. Uh, NHL and NBA playoffs. Do you want to do full swing. first? No, we'll do that later. All so right. very fun NHL playoffs. <laughs> very fun. Two awesome. game sevens yesterday. I mean, besides what happened yesterday, this whole first round has been amazing. And I always say this too. The reason why this might be a hot take for a lot of, a lot of my friends who listen, but I like, well, maybe not Matt. Matt's big hockey guy. Mm-hmm. Big hockey guy. Uh, NHL playoffs, way better than NBA playoffs. Besides the, the excitement factor, it goes so much quicker. You got you got teams that are already on to the second, second round. That game seven yesterday, they're not anywhere close to that in the NBA right now because they have all these rest days. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah, I it got, is. I got to cut down the... On the swearing, <laughs> according to Mama, uh, Mama Puma's, Mama on, Puma's on the uh, watch on the, now. Yeah, now that we brought in her baby. <sighs> yeah, so um, fuck me, right? Yeah. So, just to break down what's going on. So here, yeah, anyway, my, the my top, thing is the top the two seeds, players are on fire. The top two seeds out. are out. The Tampa Bay Lightning, Rangers of the South, swept swept out one of the best regular seasons in history of the NHL. Yep, goes down in four games to the Columbus who, Blue Jackets. Interesting who they went down to though. Because that team, we were talking about them, we talked very about active around the t- trade deadline. Mm-hmm. And those trades came up big for them. Yeah. And the non-trade that they didn't make. Yeah. Panarin. Panarin. Panarin bread. Mm-hmm. He didn't move. You know, I, I, the only thing is, as a Ranger fan who wants Panarin to come over here in the summer, the longer they're in the playoffs and the better he does, the higher his price is going of to course. be. Of course. So, personally, I hope that they lose to Boston. Because now they're going to play Boston. Wait, Boston, so wait Boston wait, beats. Wait, wait, wait. Is James Puma rooting for a Boston team? In interest of my Rangers, yes. Wow. 
in interest of my Rangers. Actually, it wouldn't be the first time. So you know, you know what? As a fan, you got to think what's best for my team. And right now, well, we could talk about what's best with this team right here. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll get to the that's, West. That's that's like we'll get to the West. So no, in in the same bracket as Tampa Bay, Boston defeated Toronto four games to three. Prediction? Um, I say Boston and six. Six. I say Boston and six. Ooh, Nikki has seven. Nikki's got seven. I'm what saying five, man. I Boston think, and five. I think Boston's gonna fucking just so steamroll. So, so Boston, three, no doubt. All three of us are rooting no for Boston. Doubt. Meanwhile, you just said that's a hot take that I'm rooting for Boston. Well, you know why I was thinking, oh, you know, Puma, Mister Mister New York Sports, but then I remembered uh, what was said on Fanalyze this. And it wouldn't be the first time you would root for a Boston team. Mm-hmm. So no, but you know that. I will only root for the Red Sox in a yeah, yeah, yeah. special we know, we special know, we know, circumstance. You don't need to so, go there. Now let's go down to hold the... On, hold on, Go back to the Blue Jackets. The only reason why I'm not picking the Blue Jackets is because, yeah, they beat the number one overall seed. Um, But like a bunch of people were saying on ESPN, the Lightning haven't been playing meaningful games in the last few months. And that's why they got destroyed. All right. I think the the Bruins are way more talented than the um, Blue Jackets, so I think they're going to beat them. They just came off a really amazing seven-game series against the Maple Leafs. Carrying that momentum through, five games, done. Okay. So now at the bottom of the Eastern Conference, Eastern Conference, you have... How about this, man? The Wild How about Card. that fucking team, huh? So the Carolina Hurricanes and the Washington Capitals are tied at three, going into a game seven. Dude, okay, crazy. I'm not. I am not surprised. I am not surprised because Washington always does this every year, and Carolina is one of the best teams at home. They have a, they, over the season with their whole antics after a win. You know the the skull chant. They're doing all this other stuff. They've really created a home ice advantage at yeah. home, yeah. and I think uh, they've won all of their home games. So that kind of makes sense to me that they're three three, and but I think Washington beats them in Game Seven. They have the pedigree; they're the reigning Stanley Cup champs. I think Washington gets through there. What? How are you not going to give a shout out to our only professional athlete follower who plays for the Hurricanes? Shout him out! Shout out, Boychuk. Boychuk. Boychuk, defenseman for Carolina, was one of our first followers on our Twitter account. Yeah. Uh, but also, we were, remember in the beginning of the year, when the season was young, maybe it didn't even start yet. We looked at the Rangers season, uh, Rangers schedule, and we were seeing what game we wanted to go to. Because we try to go to an away game every year, and the last two years we haven't done anything. Um, but the one game we looked at was against the Hurricanes. Yes, yeah, so Remember was. that? And we were saying, ah, we want to really go see the Hurricanes. Man, we could, we could have seen like a real, an actually. A good team. Yeah. Uh, so who do you think is going to win Game 7, Puma? I just said Washington. You think Washington's going to do it? I think Washington does it. They have the pedigree. All right. They've been there before. All right. How about the Islanders? Islanders sweep. You know, they swept Pittsburgh. You know, like we were even saying at the trade deadline, Pittsburgh wasn't Pittsburgh this year. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised that they got swept. The Islanders, as much as I hate them and as much as I want gotta them to got to give credit lose, when credit's due. They play a playoff brand of hockey. And you know what? But Barry Trotz at the helm there now, they play res- responsible in their defensive zone. They're, they're, they're kind of like the Capitals the Rangers beat a couple of years ago. Mm. They win a lot of close games, 2-1, 3-1 games, but they're very good in their own structure. Mm. And, you know, 
I heard a stat on the radio a couple a couple days ago. They were one of the worst in goals against last year and this year with the same group of guys, they're at the top of the league. Mm. So it just shows you sometimes that structure is everything in mm-hmm. hockey and if you've played the structure the right way. But I don't think their goaltending is strong. I think Leonard is a product of the structure they play in. Just like everybody used to say that Hank was so good because of the defensive structure in front of him when Tortorella was there. Hmm. You know, a team that blocks a lot of shots, gets in the shooting lanes, and forces all the play in the outside of the ice, and that thing's really played in the middle. So, I think that if they do come and face a Washington team in the second round, I think that they'll get through. I think they win a couple of games. I think that that series would go six or seven. But I think Washington gets to the Eastern Conference Final. So I think I got through Carolina first. We can't. I, let's, well, let's I, I'm, I'm, pre- I'm saying if my predictions really come through. You're really through. So, yeah. so in our second round, we're gonna have we have Columbus and Boston, and then prediction, hopefully the Capitals, and then the Islanders going fighting for the Western Eastern Conference Final. Now on the West, we have our bracket set: Dallas beating Nashville. Four games to two in six games. As a Ranger fan, that's huge. Okay, there's a number. There's a first overall pick attached to the next series. If Dallas can get to the Western Conference Final, that a conditional second round pick we got in the Zuccarello trade becomes the number one overall pick. Number one overall. Not number one overall. A first round pick. I was gonna say whoa. becomes a first round pick. Let's go Dallas. But yeah, so, no, I, I definitely want them to win still. So now. Yeah, I think they have a shot. Oh, the Blues, though, man. The Blues are hot as anybody. They are. They are. And they took down a number two team that was maybe one of the best built to win the Stanley Cup another, outside. Another, another active uh, trade deadline team. You know, traded for Hayes, gave up a first-round pick for him. Apparently, he hasn't really panned out. Not much. really. But, and you know what? It is what it is. It's what happens. And uh, the Blues took him down in six. So, that's the first. The top of the bracket right now is Dallas and St. Louis. And at the bottom... The number one overall seed in the Western Conference Finals goes down in five games. Melted their own ice. The Calgary Flames losing to the Colorado Avalanche. uh, Four games to one. Now, I want to point something out after we talk about the next series because I just noticed a trend here. And yesterday, the Sharks beating the Vegas Golden Knights in, in seven games in double overtime. Now, the great thing about this game was they were down... Three nothing in going into the third period. It was in the third they were down. There was a questionable cross check that was that got a match and a five minute major penalty. San Jose goes and scores three goals on that. No, I think they scored two goals in the major. Mm-mm. They scored all three. They scored. They scored, they scored three. all three goals during that major penalty. Uh-huh. So just for the hockey fans that are that people that aren't hockey fans, there are f- three types of penalties. There's a minor, a double minor, and a major. A minor is just a two-minute a two-minute penalty. That's the common one you see, where the guy sits out for two minutes. If they score a goal, he comes on back. He the, comes the out. Time, the time just gets erased, and he comes back into the game. Double minor is a four-minute penalty, and if a team scores in the first half of a double minor, they wipe the rest of that time off and it becomes a two-minute penalty. And if they score, then the guy comes out. If it, that's pretty much it. If the goal is scored any of these first two types of penalties, the penalty time is either reduced or it's over. Now, with a major penalty, it's five minutes and anything can happen. You could score as many times on a major penalty and the penalty does not get wiped out. And the guy stays in the box. And the guy stays in the box for the full five minutes. You keep that advantage for five minutes. So, 
the only time that a major penalty does not affect play is a fighting major. When there's two five-minute majors, you don't lose manpower on the ice, and everybody plays as it is. So with a boarding penalty, a boarding penalty is the discretion of the referee. It could be a five-minute match penalty, which the player gets kicked out of the game and earns a five-minute penalty, or it's just a regular minor. So you've seen in some in some instances, like in the Capital Series, TJ Oshie got boarded, two-minute minor. And now in this game, cross-check boarding penalty to the face, major penalty, changes the complexion of the game. NHL playoffs, for those who don't watch, the power play is so important when you get that when you get that man advantage to produce on the man advantage, to score that goal. And San Jose took advantage of it and they're moving on because of it. Amazing. That's one that's one of the reasons why I feel like hockey is just such a why people don't like it more. It's it's un I don't know. I don't get it why they don't like it more because something like that doesn't happen in other sports. No. A, a penalty I mean like in basketball you get a foul, you don't get an advantage. Get Football shots. the same thing. Baseball obviously there's nothing like that. So in hockey, not only do you get an advantage, but now you have all this strategy behind. You have a whole separate unit that plays better in this, and like more strategy. I don't know, just more strategy involved. I think that's amazing. And then, like you said, with that specific penalty, can really turn the outcome of a game. And that's exactly what happened yesterday. Yeah, amazing. So, before we jump into the NBA playoffs, I want to make a trend here because it connects to the NBA as well. In one, two, three, in eight series, right? The lower seed. And that Dallas was a wild card team. They beat the number one seed in Nashville. The Blues were a three seed. They beat the two seed. The Avalanche were a wild card team, the second wild card team. So they were the worst team in the playoff team. Out of the playoff teams, they in beat the, the number one overall seed in the West. When you get to and the Sharks were the only favored. The Sharks, well, they that was an even series. I could have went either way. Just. Seeds Just wise. Just seeds wise. They're the only high, highest seed that, that came out of their so first So three round. out of four in the West were okay. upsets. The second wild card in the East, the Blue Jackets beat the number one overall seed in the in the entire playoffs as a wild card two. Wild card two. The Bruins beat, were the two seed they beat, they got the higher seed, went through. And with Washington and and Carolina, they're the Carolina's number one. Carolina's taking them the distance. And yeah. they're taking them the distance. And the Islanders were the two seed. So, how many series is that? So, there's only one out of three so far that are upsets, but could be two out of four, which had 50%. So, then that would be three out of eight uh, high seeds have taken care of business. Okay. So, now let's change gears to the NBA. Yeah. Right? The NBA... No, it's a fucking joke. ...is a joke. Okay. <laughs> Top seed. One seed, Milwaukee Bucks. Sweet pass to the Detroit Pistons. They, four they games didn't to... Even oh. just, they didn't even just sweep them. They fucking... Murdered them. Murdered. They were winning by... 20, 30 points a game. Uh, did you see the Sixers last night? 25 points, wasn't it? Or more than that. They they were winning. I think they they started the game on like a 15 nothing run. So and they, they, were, they were up by plus 30 at one point. So, in the same bracket, Dallas, uh, Dallas, Boston beats the Pacers four games in another sweep. So, in the top bracket in the Eastern Conference, the 1-8 and the 4-5, eight games. Both sweeps. What's what's the fun in that? Eight games. They played eight games combined. Oh, combined, yeah. Okay. And in the bottom of the bracket, the Sixers annihilate 
annihilate the Brooklyn Nets, yeah, four Nets, games to Nets, one. Nets won the first game of the series and then didn't get shit after that. And Toronto swept by the Magic, four games to one. And that was another... So, level. one, two, three. In six, there were possible 16 games that could have been played in the East, playoff-wise, between all four series, right? They played 18. The Brooklyn Nets won one, and the Magic won one. Yeah. Um... The teams that are in now on the East, these are the only four teams anybody was ever concerned with. It's like, this is like, now this is, to me, this is when the playoffs are starting. Mm-hmm. I didn't give two shits about the first round because of this. Whereas the NHL playoffs, as you can see, anything can happen. Yeah. So way, way more fun to watch in that regard. Go yeah. ahead. Go to back to the NBA. We talked about the Eastern Conference. So the West, Golden State's up 3-1 on the Clippers. They're going to shit on them. Houston up 3-1 on the Jazz. That's not a big deal. Portland beat OKC. Amazing game. And Denver is beat, is winning three games to uh, two But this was, this was good because this the, is Nugget, the, best series the, the Nuggets round. were down and out. I like the Nuggets. I like them a lot. Well, they're a two seed. I'm, they should, you know. Yeah, but I like them not because of the, the two seed title. Because of who they have, right? Jokic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joker, as they call him. Big man, can do it all. Has handles. Can pa- like amazing passer for a big guy. Can shoot super smooth. I think that's if they if they get to Golden State, that's going to give them a hard time. But everyone's saying that the Rockets have the best chance to beat the Warriors, and they would play them next round. So if the Rockets take out the Warriors, then they would face the winner of Portland and Denver. Which that and then the way Portland played. Last night, I mean, Damian Lillard, for a long time, has been underappreciated as, a, as being a top five point guard in the league. People still don't even consider him that. I don't know really what else he has to do in order to earn that, that title. He does everything. He's amazing. I know you don't really watch NBA, but he's a, he's a, he's a great player. Uh, did you see what happened last night? No. Did you see what happened? Shot. Yeah. yeah, but it, but it wasn't like it wasn't a rushed three pointer. He he set up for that shot. He held on six seconds and then he chucked it and they won by three points. He he shot it. He planned to take that thirty six foot shot and he drained it in Paul George's face to win the game, win the series. What I did see was was Paul George said it was a bad shot. Bad shot. That's what I. That's what Paul George said. That's what I saw. That's Paul George said it was a bad shot. Pull up the Nate, social media guy. Pull up the tweet. But it's a bad shot. And he hit it in your eye. Well, I think he was just trying to. Maybe he said like it was a bad shot for him to have taken. I, I listen. You watch the highlight. He didn't. It wasn't like they because the thunder. The thunder came down. They shot. They missed. And it wasn't like the Trailblazers dribbled up fast and then chucked it at the last second. You know, mm-hmm. he held the ball like your brother said for six seconds waiting there, and then with two seconds left, shot it. A regular jump shot. He didn't chuck it in. He shot it. You gonna pull it up right now? So. You know he's on it. He's on it. He's on it. So that ball for a long ass time, and then there's a swish right at the end. So this is what Paul George said via Ben Glovivier. Glovivier? I don't know. Goliver. Goliver. Thunder's Paul George on defending deep game winner by Damian Litter. That's a bad shot. I don't care what anybody says. That's a bad shot. But hey, he made it. The story won't. That story won't be told. That that is a bad shot. You live with it. 
So I told you, poor George is saying it was a bad shot. So maybe it's a bad shot they gave up. It's good. It was a good shot in, you know, for the Trailblazers, but it's a bad shot. I don't understand what he means. Maybe you know better what he means by it was a bad shot. I, I is think, it a bad shot to give up in that no, at the time no, of the game? I think, like, he meant as it's a bad shot for him to take. So... That's why it wasn't to defended de- to, as much? Right. Yeah, to, to DM up as hard as he should have. Maybe he's getting criticized for... Maybe, I don't know. I thought he was defended pretty decently. But again, like, the game was tied. And maybe people felt like he should have been on him, like, all over him. He mm-hmm. gave him plenty of space to, to make a move and do a little step back and hit the three. But like he said, it's it's, it's a shot from 36 feet out. Why would I? Why would I defend him? I don't want him to drive by me and make a layup. I don't want him to get closer to three and shoot it. So maybe that's what he's saying. Mm-hmm. He's like, but this, that story won't be told because he made it in. Exactly. But so fair, fair point by Paul George. But so I, I like that he's that he said like, hey, listen, he made it. And what's that? That's that, that's it. No, nothing else you can do. So that, and I'll be honest with you. I can care less about the NBA playoffs. You couldn't care less. Yeah, I could. Could not. Right. Could not. Because if you could care less, you would. I can't care less about this until the finals. I remember when no, see, the Cavs won the, pl- the the finals a few years ago. Yeah. I didn't watch an NBA game until game seven of the finals. Wow. And that's just you. See, yeah. for me, it gets it gets better in the next round. Because these, these teams that are getting eliminated are the teams that you never thought would really challenge the top dogs. Like, the Eastern Conference is going to be very, very interesting. Because although the Bucks are are number one seed... Mm-hmm. They're certainly not heavily favorites. I don't care what anybody says. If you if you're riding on the Bucks over the Celtics, who have Kyrie Irving with championship uh, pedigree, or to get past Toronto, who has Kawhi championship pedigree, the Toronto Raptors are deep, well coached, and they're not the most exciting team. Kawhi Leonard's not the most exciting player, but he's He's a, he's effective, man. He's he gets the job done. 76ers, they're a good team. They just don't seem like I mean last night they seemed very very well oiled, but uh, I don't know. Just I'm still not totally in on them. Uh I think the Celtics can give the Bucks a run for their money, could possibly upset them, but I don't know. Giannis is is too is too good. In the West, I just I really don't Everyone's saying the Rockets could upset the Warriors. I don't see it happening. Um, hopefully the Nuggets get through. I would like to see the the Trailblazers get past them and get to a conference final. But we'll see. It's going to get good next round. Thank God. All right. So let's move on from this new fest that is the NBA playoffs and start talking about baseball. So wait, wait, wait. Can we address something that we wanted to talk about last time that happened, uh, what was it, last week, two weeks ago? What? Tiger Woods. Oh, Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods is back. He is back. Tiger Woods, back, winning the Masters, finally, 10 years later, 10 years. 11 years since a major title, 14 years since his last Masters. So a little over a decade. So the the students that I teach, they think Tiger Woods sucks because as long as they've they've been alive, he's been irrelevant. I actually told them that. I said, did you see Tiger Woods win the Masters? Oh, yeah. I was like, you know... He's one of the greatest of all time. Yeah, that's what my dad was saying. He was like, as long as you've been alive, he's, he stinks. I couldn't say sucks because, you know, they're like 10. <laughs> so, 
that to me was crazy. And it really put into perspective how long it's been since he's been good. Well, he had a lot of shit going on in this in this time period. You I know, think this might be the best sports story ever. Ever? Ever. Definitely of the year. Ever. I don't think ever. Name a better one. I mean, the 1980 miracle U.S. team beating the Soviets? The miracle on ice? I don't know, man. This guy was this guy was as rock bottom as it gets. Well, yeah, you know, like in the t- last eleven years, he had the whole thing, the whole sex addiction thing, and then just it was just injuries after injury, mm-hmm. back, it's knee, not just that. And then he had the whole pill problem where yeah. he crashed the car. I mean, he he Dude, was at rock bottom. He, but it's not even because he he wasn't just a normal athlete. He was the untouchable. Fi- he was the he was, a, he was a he was a he was a god. He was in that 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 realm of Michael Jordan, Muhammad Ali, like icons of the, of not only just their sport, but sports. You know what I mean? When you think of sports legends, Babe Ruth, Tiger Woods, Michael Jordan, you know? And Tiger Woods, his fall from grace, he was like an angel and just got cast down, splat on the ground. The fucking cheating, wedged to the face, pill addiction. All kinds of other shit going on. Injuries. Right? Then the injuries popped up. Changing his swing. Changing his caddies. Everything. Could not even come close to competing for a title, let alone winning one. He sucked. Mm-hmm. He was bad. He was bad. I never thought I'd live to hear the day that Tiger Woods is bad. He was very bad. Now, and do you now think- here he comes out of nowhere. Well, I mean, his, his rise back has been very slow and gradual. But he's been getting back. And now he wins the fucking Masters, old-fashioned Tiger style, red on Sundays, came back, and won. Now, let me ask you this. Do you think this is a sign of things to come, or do you think it's just a one-time deal? No, I think I think he can win a couple more. Well, do you I, think I definitely he, don't think he's going to be as, as do you think dominant he's, as he was. Do you think he's going to catch Nicholson? What's he got, four left? Four or three? Four. I think it's 18. He has 14 now. I think he has 15. Yeah. Is it? I don't know. Nikki, check that. It's that guy. That's uh, a new <laughs> new feature. Who, who's the Who's the guy on on K Show? Uh, Andrew. 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 Uh, they just call his name Andrew. <laughs> so anyway, uh, do I think you can catch him? I mean, he's so I, for I, a golfer. I say, he's I say still that, young. I say it as if you know it's easy. Oh yeah, three's nothing, but three's hard to get. I think he can win another one or two. I don't know about three. Like I said, he's not going to be as dominant as he was, and those injuries can always just come back and and hurt him. Yeah, we'll but see. you gotta love the ending too, man. His his family. His well, kids they that they were said there. the first year he won, he hugged his father. Right. Now he hugs his hugs right, his man. kids. Like eleven years is a long time. It is. His his kids are his son is younger than eleven, I believe, or maybe like he's twelve. His daughter's like fourteen or something. They're like they're right there. Mm-hmm. To where they never saw their father be good. And like you said, he hugged his father. Now he's hugging his son. Comes full circle. And and like what 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 gets me upset is that people destroy Tiger Woods still. You know? They say, Oh, how can you watch him? How can you how can you cheer for that guy? He made a mistake. Alright? Well that's Listen, the world we he live didn't, in. He didn't fucking kill her. He didn't beat her like so many of the athletes in other sports do. That are still playing. That still play. Okay, yeah. What he did was not right. 
I'm not saying it's okay, like, we can just, like, let it go. Um, but I think he suffered enough consequence for that, mm-hmm. besides of the immediate impact that his wife gave him with the, with the, the iron to the face. Mm-hmm. Then he had all these other internal things happen to him that I mentioned before. Then it affected his, his actual career. And like I said, he was in, he was rock bottom. He was, he was contemplating just giving it up, never playing again. Yeah. But instead of, instead of, uh, saying that this is going to get me down, this is going to end my career, this is who I am now, he changed himself for the better. He went to rehab. He fixed his swing. Maybe he fixed his... his Mental. Uh, mental, his whole uh, attitude on, on love and relationships, whatever. You know, he has a girlfriend now. He's got his kids. We don't know what kind of change he's gone through mentally, emotionally, but... You can, you, I think we saw a little bit of that, and you have to, you have to acknowledge that and praise that that growth. Well, know? of course, that of rebirth. course. You I'm know, not saying you are. I'm just saying in general because people I are like, think, well, this they is make what you I feel think. guilty for for cheering for Tiger Woods. Like all that shit aside, like I like sports and I like seeing a story like this. I like seeing a guy that used to be so good be be, be good again. You know. Well, you know, one of the things that Pennsylvania. I don't like about today's world is that people do make mistakes and people aren't perfect but that's what makes us human beings and you make one mistake and you pay your dues and you do the right things and you say the right things and you do you do the things to make yourself a better person to grow from that mistake but they still pin you to that mistake I mean, that's unfortunate truth of, of the world then that is unfortunate and you know people make mistakes and i'm not saying some mistakes are unforgivable but at the same time some mistakes in the grand scheme of things it's just a bump in the road that made you a better person at the end. We've Every person has made a mistake. I'm not going to ask you what yours was or mine, but we've all made mistakes that we said, oh shit, I'm dumb. I need to fix myself. I need to not make sure this does not happen right, again. Right. And, you know, your loved ones and the people that know that you made the mistake at in time, you build those bridges back if you did hurt somebody and you move on with your life. Sometimes a mistake means... A, has a bigger consequence but with with tiger like you said pills the sex addiction the injuries the caddies everything it all culminated to this point and he mm-hmm. overcame all of that right paid his dues and now he's back on top right you know golf needs tiger uh no doubt golf needs tiger you know everybody i was at my girlfriend's aunt's house and we were all huddled around the tv watching golf watching tiger and, you know, Tiger brings that to golf that no other athlete can bring to their sport. All the young golfers today attribute, attribute watching. Adola- Id- idolized him. Idolized. Idolized like, Not him. even just idolized, like worshipped. Mm-hmm. Right? Finau, uh, that he was playing with, um, he, he, he loved, he worshipped Tiger. Like Tiger. He said Tiger Woods made him want to play golf. Made, made golf cool, which he did. <laughs> Tiger Woods had a golf game. Golf video game, right? He was on the cover. It was his. It was Tiger Woods golf. It wasn't PGA golf, like featuring Tiger. No, it was his golf. And all the young golfers today, like you said, they they credit Tiger Woods for bringing them into the sport. Uh, uh what's his name? Kepka. Kepka. Uh, what's his first name? No idea. Bruce. I don't know. Bruce. We're whatever. gonna name him Bruce Kepka for now. You see the guy? You ever see what he looks like? Mm-hmm. He's jacked. Right? Apparently, he he could, he could have played football. But he played golf instead. 
and uh, Finau going back. Apparently, amazing. Uh, I think basketball or football player or something like that. Playing golf. Played golf instead. Like that's that's amazing. Well, you even that's see an impact. even you can even cross it over and talk about like how some players idolized like Derek Jeter growing up, and mm. they wear like Toy Two Whiskey wore number two to honor Derek Jeter. Mm. You know, you have these players that grow up idolizing these athletes, and they're playing that sport because of these people. And Tiger Woods had a big effect on golf that way. Yeah, so it's good to see him back. So now back to baseball and back to, you know, Troy Tulowitzki, who is on the IL. One of many. One of many for the Yankees. IL. Their whole starting outfield now is on the DL or IL. The IL. Judge, Stanton, Hicks on the IL. Then you have the whole starting after your infield on the DL, Gregorius and Andujar. Now your catcher, um, Antulowitzki. And Tulo. Sancha, and Sanchez. Sanchez. I said left side. I didn't oh. talk about Bird. Bird is on the DL. Not surprised there. Uh, Wait, you forgot about Jacoby Hillsbury. Oh, fuck him. <laughs> Stanton, Stanton is supposed to come back. You have Sanchez who's coming back tonight. Supposedly. Supposedly. Batanzas is on the DL. Your ace, Severino, is on the DL, even though our starters have been good lately. Very good. Very good. Paxton is picking up the load and Paxton has looked great in his last two starts striking out 24 batters and two starts which is close to a record or is a record for the Yankees um, I saw a stat last night that the Yankees have the total wins above replacement on the DL at like 31 and a half it's the highest one and you know what they're 13 and 10 they've won six of their last seven they're rolling Luke Voigt hit two home runs last night um, they're getting contributions from players like Tockman, Urshela, Frazier is hitting the cover off the ball. Ford hit, Ford hit his first home run last night, and I really like Ford. I think he's going to be a good first baseman for the Yankees um, and filling in for Bird. Ford, Ed. classic name, you know? Classic, like, Yankee name. Yeah, well, Whitey Ford. I know, but, like, just, I like I liked Bird, too, because Bird's, like, a, could be a nice name, too, but he's really... He's shit in the bed. You know, last time we recorded, the season was barely underway. You know, now they're about 25, 26 games in. It's still April. And it's still April. It's still, <laughs> still early. April. Like I said, it's April. It's early. And you know what? The Yankees, if they could tread water and wait for all these guys to come back, you know, you're going to get Judge and you're going to get Sanchez back. Uh, Judge and Severino back last you know, Judge has got a pretty significant oblique strain, they said, in his left side. That's going to take about six weeks. You're not going to see him until June or July. Who knows if Severino's coming back? And Severino, you never know. Um, I said it before, and finalize this, I, I've, I'm very nervous about Severino. You know, you might not you, exactly, you might not see him until spring if, training next if, year. Even if we do see him back... I'm I'm nervous that he's not going to be the same. Well, if he let's say let's say he is, and you get him back in July. All right. And what's his what's his mo? He he runs out of gas in August and July, August and September. He runs out of gas. So now you're going to get him back in June or July. He's going to be fresh, and you're going to have a fresh Severino for the push. That would be a, that would be amazing. That would be perfect. And I you know hope what that happens? You know what? Baseball baseball is. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Is a marathon, and injuries are a part of the game. I know, but this many and injuries, the Yankees have these kind and of the injuries. Yankees have shown depth to the point where they can, they've handled these injuries so far, and they're going to get these guys back. And you know what? The only one that the only two that might not come back is Andujar and Severino. Now, in the case of Andujar, I am against moving him to first base or DH 
you're dealing with a 22, 23 year old kid, right? And the longer you push the surgery, the longer the recovery time and the later you get him back. So if he can't make that throw from third base without pain, give him the surgery. Get the surgery, shelf him for the year, so you have a fresh, healthy Andujar for the beginning of the 2020 season. You know, you have DJ LeMahieu. You have guys like Urshela that can play third base. You know, you could put move Trulowitzki over there when Didi comes back. You have the depth that you can handle a loss like Andujar. Yes, his bat is what he's known for. Yes, he's one of the best young hitters in the game. But at the same time, you have the depth to cover that. And these guys are stepping up. Exactly. That's what that makes it a lot easier to to accept is that these these guys they've had to stick in there have stepped up. Exactly. Uh, Urshela, Talkman especially. But what's going to happen if they don't if, once they start not stepping up? Well, it's going to be rough. The starting rotation needs to keep pitching at the clip they're pitching. Yeah, I think I mean, Paxton has turned a corner. He's done great. Hap has done well. Hap, Hap has had one good start. Finally put a good, good together good start the other night. Tanaka looked good against the Royals. Um, uh, Herman. Herman started night. off hot. Herman looked great last night. You know, you have Loisica who can throw. Um, you know, CC's looked great in his two starts that he's been here. You know. The starting rotation's been good. The bullpen, which is has been a is supposed to be a strength, has scuffled yeah. a little bit, but a little bit. You know, I'm just a lot. They've but been, they've been you the, know what? They've been the worst part of the team. But you know what? It's all about the starters. If the starters can throw six or seven innings, and you change, you alluded to this the other day. Yeah. Boone is finally letting them go. Six, is it, is seven it Boone innings. Boone or is it the fucking analytic guys? I, I I don't know. I hope it's Boone. I hope I, I hope it's Boone saying I'm the manager. I'm making the final call here. Hap is Hap is pitching well. I'm gonna let him continue into into through the seventh if he can get through it. You know. I mean, how much easier? That's such like that's common sense. Hap gives up two runs through seven innings. Now you only have to take care of two innings instead of four <laughs> in that game five. of fourteen innings. <laughs> right. But I'm just saying. You know, a normal game. Right? What bothered me yesterday was I was watching the game. And they said that Loisica was supposed to start instead of Herman to give the starters an extra rest because they're playing 26 games in 28 days. And he was only going to go three innings and that it was going to be a bullpen game. But then the bullpen was overtaxed and they started Herman. You know what? If these starters are hot, that extra day might be detrimental. Right. Let them go. I agree. Let them go. Just fucking play. Just play. Look, we were talking about... We were talking about... Uh... Some 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 players for our guest at hat team, how these guys played like twenty years, right? One was a pitcher and one was a hitter. So don't give me that. Oh, uh, hitters have a longer. No, the game is different. You've been saying this the most out of anybody, but players used to play so much more. They're just not doing it nowadays. You know, and I don't know why. Why is a guy like Aaron Judge built like a like a god? Why is he straining his oblique? Swinging a bat. That's something he has to do. I mean, how many times do you think you swing in a game? Ten times, maybe. Four at-bats, one full count. Okay. So, maybe. Ten to fifteen times a game, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes you only see four pitches in a game. Right, you right, the right. first pitch every time. So, so, why is a guy like... like They were saying this on the, on the K show, I think. Normally, you, you get injured because you're out of shape. Don't tell me Aaron Judge is out of shape. 
he's very much in shape. Him you know, and Stanton. You know what? I know this is he played almost a hundred. Oh, now close to a hundred years ago, Babe Ruth did it on hot dogs and beer. Yeah. You know, like I know. you don't need to be in top physical shape to play baseball. You don't. Okay. You you need to be healthy. You need to be in shape in a sense of you need to be. You know, your endurance level needs to be high for pitchers. You know, you need to have your skills. Baseball is a skills-based game. 100%. Yeah, but it, I, I hear what you're saying. You get what I'm saying? You don't I have do. to be, you get, don't have to be saying, but I'm, like I'm Giancarlo talking, Stanton, who could be a bodybuilder. I'm just saying, forget forget all that. But let's think right now. Well, let me ask you, don't you this. Have, you let don't me have, ask you this. Because kinesiology major, yeah, yeah. you have that background. The bigger your muscles, yeah, the bigger chance to no, pull. No, it doesn't matter. No. See, so, this, is, this is going to go into what I'm talking about okay, next. Okay, All right. Something is not right here. I, and I talked about this on an earlier episode of our show, how the Mets used to be known for this. When, when all of them were going down spring training. Oh, mm-hmm. This is the Mets again. Everyone gets hurt. Why have they fired the trainer yet? And I think you said, oh, they did. They got a new, new guy. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever. Like you were saying, bigger muscles lead to this. Not necessarily. If you If you train the right way, and you have a regiment that is full of flexibility and uh, mobility training, especially in season. I don't want to go get into all this now, but you should not be. We talked about this with Noah Syndergaard. You should not be lifting in season because you don't want soreness, you don't want tightness, you don't want stiffness. You want to be loose. You want to keep what you built in the off season. You want to keep that, but. Nowadays, there's so much more research. The trainers are very, very knowledgeable in how to get maximize physical output from every player. Enhance this, and this will increase. If you increase this, this will improve, right? It goes with analytics. It goes with everything else that, that they, that's done today. So my thing is, there's no, there's no Babe Ruth nowadays. There's no regular Joe Schmo walking off the street that's a big guy, strong guy, who can just hit the ball over the fence. Everyone's big. Everyone's strong. Everyone has muscles. Now, some have more than others. That's different, right? So, why is a guy like Aaron Judge, John Carlos Stanton, getting on the on the injured list because of a, a routine thing that should happen? I think they need to look into the trainer of the Yankees. Something's or not the right. strength and conditioning coach. Whatever. I don't right. think it's the trainer. I think it's just the, the trainer. I feel like now it's more the strength and conditioning coach and the weightlifting coaches like that. All right. So I don't know the the actual term, right? Mm-hmm. They, I'm sure they do have. If they have a set guy that's employed by the Yankees who is the strength and conditioning coach, then yeah, get him out of here. Fuck him. He's hurting our guys. He's doing too much. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if, if there was the same guy from the Mets. <laughs> just, I, I don't just, think the Yankees are that. He stupid. just went to a new borough. So. Baseball's in full swing. You know, right now, the... It's 34th straight game reaching base. Luke Voigt, 34th game. Big surprise. Yeah, there is big, big since we have Since we last recorded, Chris, like we can happily say Chris Davis has finally gotten his first hit. <laughs> and he hit a home run last night. He's finally back into it. Okay, he's hitting... three. He's hitting 360 since his 54 wow. at-bat hitless streak, so he's finally turned a corner. Um, so, moving forward now... I just want to quickly touch on the draft for the NFL and the NHL really so quick. NFL, NFL draft happens tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Um, a lot of speculation saying the Cardinals are going to draft Kyler Murray. And trade Rosen. Trade Rosen. 
Giants in the market for QB. We were saying this. I think they're going to... I honestly, you know, you now... You want them to get Haskins. I want them to get Haskins. Now you're nervous. But I think they're going to get the kid from, from Duke. I think they're going to draft him with the lower pick in the second... In the, in the, so who are they going to take? The, was it sixth? Sixth overall. I think they're going to go defensive side of the ball. Okay. I think. Hey, that wouldn't you be know, a bad idea. But it not, wouldn't be not, a bad idea. Well, actually, you know, I mean, Hoskins is coming out saying he wouldn't mind being under Eli for a couple of years, for a year to learn. You know, he's wearing his Giants hoodie like Barkley did last year. You know, it's not that big of a slam dunk. And, you know, as a Giants fan, I would love them to draft Haskins. I think it's the 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 right choice. Because not every year you're going to have a top 10 pick where you can get a quarterback in, like like Haskins. Mm. But they're comparing the kid from Duke, his name's yeah. escaping me right now, with Peyton Manning. So he's big. You know, if you can get him at 22, I think it is, or 21 with the Browns pick, you know, as long as you draft a quarterback in the first round, I don't care at okay. this point. At yeah. this point. I mean, at this point. I talked about it one episode, uh, how. I feel like the quarterback position is highly overrated. Yes, we did talk about that and we went um, into depth. You know, everyone everyone always wants to be the next uh the next Tom Brady, right? But oh Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. That's our that's our guy Nikki on the on the on the, on the uh, pulling up the stat real, the quick. Stats real quick. He's learning quick. Um but yeah, I mean, it's so, a crapshoot. So, yeah, it's like, a crapshoot. Everyone, everyone wants to be the next Tom Brady. Everyone wants to find the next Tom Brady. But like I said before, Tom Brady could be more of a, a product of the system rather than a great quarterback making the team great. Exactly. Right? If you have the right pieces around him, they will succeed. So if the Giants can can shore up the defensive line and then get a good quarterback in the, sec- in the first round, yeah, great move. So I agree. I think they should take somebody else besides a quarterback with that sixth overall pick. Because a guy, a defensive end or defensive tackle, look at Aaron Donald, right? Uh, Von Miller. These guys are game changers, franchise changers, right? They can get a guy like that, the six overall, and then get a get a good QB later in the first round to learn from Eli. Boom. Franchise is building the right way. Exactly. And there's and there reports coming out that Eli looks great. Uh, but that's every year. Uh, that's, yeah. That's I've heard that year. before. Eli looks great until... He gets sacked one time, and then boom! It's the memes start popping up of his face looking all stupid when he gets hit, or he makes a terrible pass, and he, he starts standing like this. The famous Eli face. <laughs> the 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 where am I? Yeah, like what's going on, face. So now that so that's happening tomorrow. So in the last couple of weeks, uh, April second, I believe, was the NHL draft lottery, and. The Rangers, huge, were projected at a 7.5% chance of winning the lottery. So I'm going in thinking they're going to get a 7-8 overall pick. You know, nothing nothing crazy. And as I'm watching the draft, Chicago jumps into the top three. I'm thinking, okay, all right. So everybody moved down, everybody moved down a pick. So, you know, now the Rangers are sitting at 8. 10 comes up. Rangers don't get picked. Nine comes up. Rangers don't get picked. So I'm thinking, okay, this is it. Rangers don't get picked. They jump into the top three. So now I'm ecstatic, absolutely ecstatic, that the Rangers have a chance to draft top three. The season that was was worth it. You know, this rebuild is going to go faster. We get to the top three. 
boom, Rangers are drafting second overall. And to go back what you said, the season that was is worth it. I feel like it wasn't even that painful it, compared to the Knicks rebuild. Like that, there's no hope. You saw, there's no hope. You know, they're it, just talking about they're talking about the fucking uh, uh, the Clippers getting having a fifty percent ch- more than fifty percent chance of getting Durant and Kawhi Leonard. Who the fuck are the Knicks gonna get? Ka- Kawhi Leonard, maybe Zion. They don't get Zion. I'm done. Done. You know what? Console when, the season for the Knicks. When, well, the, this is the difference, and this is what's crazy, is that. The Knicks have been bad for maybe outside one or two seasons that oh, I can remember. Please, we we already I, I had went, that. I went through that whole thing. Okay, I, I think I spent an hour going through so, fifteen years worth of Knicks draft picks so, and outcomes. The Rangers released a letter two years ago about their rebuild. Classy move. And you know what? They're going to be competing for a playoff spot. But they stuck next with it the right way. They did well, they the right did the way. right thing. And the thing why I said not so painless was worth it because you saw flashes of these young kids right. producing. Exactly. That's why it exactly. makes me happy. And now you're going to add a guy like a Jack Hughes or a Capo Caco. Dude, no, from I want Finland. him. I want him. I want him for just the for the name. For the name. But I, is I'm he, a is big like, Capo fan. Isn't he like six four? He's a six four winger. Oh. And he can score. Oh, he can move the puck. Amazing. He's a big boy. A big Jack, who, Jack Hughes, a little smaller, 5'10", like like centerman. A, um, like a, uh, but very, very smart. Kane, like a Kane kind of guy. Kane. And then they have this Russian kid who's... I, who's I don't want him, but he's, he's drawing... Oh, I, think he meant, I think he meant our Russian that we no, signed. No, no, no. Uh, our... Not yet. I'm going to get to him. But the kid, the Russian kid, he's drawing comparisons to Datsuk, so, which is not bad either. But I want Capo. I want Capo, and you know what? The great thing is, is that the Rangers cannot fuck this up. It's either Hughes or Capo. Whoever the, the Devils pick, the Rangers are going to get the other guy. And the, the Rangers aren't known, they're not like known for botching gimmicks. A few, a few, a few. Yeah? A few. Not like the Knicks. Dylan McArath. Not like terrible. the Knicks. Yarko Eminen, horrible. Not like the Knicks. You know. Don't let me go there. <laughs> I don't want to do it again. It was painful enough the first time. Yeah, well, you know what? That's just the tale of two teams in the same city. The Knicks still can't figure out how to rebuild it. But hopefully, well, the owner. Hopefully, that's a whole well, nother. Thing. Yeah, but the owner of the Rangers is the same as the Knicks. Dolan owns both of them. I feel like he just owns them to own them. I just think he, he doesn't, doesn't give, give two shits about the Rangers. That's why. And he let Glenn stay there exactly. and Gordon handle the rebuild. Exactly. And you know what? I really think at the end of the day, the Rangers will be in competition for a cup by 2021. 2021. Okay. Huh? They now talking about the Russian kids. Sistorkin's coming next year, and so is Kratzoff. Is he delivering babies? Okay. Maybe. Sounds like the stork. <laughs> the stork. You know, the prince is on his way, and Kratzoff is coming. And you know what? I really want. Who's the prince? Sistorkin. Oh, that's what they call him? They're calling the him prince. the prince. Yeah. Ooh, I like the it. The prince to the king. Ah, I see. I see. And prince. you know what? I am super, super excited about. You love the Russians. What the Ranger, what the Rangers are doing, and the great thing about a number, and a first or second or all over pick is they can make an immediate impact on your team. Yeah, and you don't have to pay for them. They're a draft pick. Right. It's a draft pick. Now, on top of that, you know you lose out on that first overall pick from Tampa Bay because they got knocked out. They could have got a first overall pick if they won the cup. First round. Not first round. I'm sorry. It's the second time <laughs> I've done that. But you know now we had three first overall picks. I wish. With, with one pick. Um, with the first pick in the NHL draft, the Rangers select Shostorkin. Mm-hmm. Well, they got him already. They got What's he going to get? Capo Capo? 
Capo Caco. Capo Caco. Yeah. Capo Caco. If he gets drafted, I'm buying his jersey. Are they both with K's? Yeah. Holy shit. Now imagine if the Rangers had three players. Finland? Finland. Finnish. He's a Finnish. He's a finisher. That's what he's gonna be. He's gonna be. You know, I watched his highlights. He is dominating in the pro finish league with men as an 18-year-old. Okay. And this guy, the reason why I want him over Hughes is he's bigger, he's a winger, and how often do you see a winger of that size? I mean, he's drawing comparisons to Patrick Line of the Winnipeg Jets. And Line is a beast. And you know what? I really, like I said. The Rangers can't fuck it up because it's going to be between two guys. And wow. for the for the for a long time it was Hughes. Hughes, 10 piles of shit and then everybody else. And Capo has Capo. really climbed the ladder to make it a, a harder choice. And I really really hope the Devils do not draft him. I want the Devils to draft Hughes. You wouldn't be you wouldn't be upset with Hughes still though. Of course not. Hughes is a, is is going to be a generational player. He's a centerman, you know. With throwing him in with Sabanajad and Leah Sanderson and Strom and these other centers, centers the Rangers have, you know what? Why not? And you know what though? If you have, you have Buchnevich there. Boy. You have who, who finally turned a corner at the end of the season. I love Strom. You know, Sabanajad is coming into his own. And if you have Kreider and Capo on the same line, it could be the KZK line. Capo. Zabanajad, Kreider. Two big bulls on the wings, and then you have Zabanajad in the middle. Those are some big boys on the the sides, yeah. You know, and he could throw the body around too. So, that's my little take on the NHL draft, the draft lottery. They have a guy, oh, I thought thought his last name was Heineken. It was like Heikinen. So... On, 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 and you know what? Outside like of the trade, outside of the trade, the Rangers still have a ton of guys in the tube coming up. Keandre Miller, mm, you have yeah, yeah. who I really like. You have the kid Lindquist, the defenseman from from Sweden. Kratzoff, Storkin. You have Howden. You have these guys that are you know Lindgren. You're gonna have these guys that come in and just completely, you know, push everything forward. And next year, they grow a little bit more. They grow under under Quinn's system. And you know what? You like Quinn? I love Quinn. He holds the guys accountable. He's straightforward. He's got a personality. He's got a cockiness to him that Vigneault didn't have, that Tortorella had, but Tortorella was just over the top, But even though I love torts. But let's get into now. So now... Just so you know, as we were finding ourselves in this last two weeks of our high little hiatus, we've added some sections to the end of our show. We have fan questions now. Mm. We're going to do Guess That Hat. And for the, usually now, the way that we're going to structure the show, the last half hour is going to be our, your, your questions that are, are anything related. And we're going to do Guess That Hat. So let's get into Guess That Hat, our, our featured segment that everybody loves. So Chens, let's get us started. Do our little intro here. And get going. It's time to play Guess That Hat. We've got a butte on store today. Uh, this is not a World Series hat. Just a general team. So, when when you think you know the name of the team, look be on the lookout for our Instagram post. Uh, comment in the section, in the comment section. The team name. We need the city, 
and the name. Can't just give us one team, like the name. Can't just say Bucks, you know. Gotta say Milwaukee Bucks, all right. Um, like I said, not a World Series team, so you don't have to give us a year. Just the name of the team. Um, first clue, clue number one. This team has one World Series win. I will not tell them the year. Of course not. That'd be way too easy. This team, uh, clue number two. This team has been playing in the MLB for 59 seasons, starting back in 1961. So kind of a, not a new team, not an old team, middle-aged. All right. Clue number three. Some retired, doesn't have many retired numbers, but some notable ones. Rod Carew and Nolan Ryan. Big names. Big names. Nolan Ryan Express. Uh, clue number four, some other notable players that played on this team. Tim Salmon, Jim Edmonds, Troy Gloss. David Eckstein. David Eckstein. Uh, and last clue, this team has had ten logos and three color combinations throughout their 59 seasons. A lot of... A lot of changes to this. A lot of changes. To this logo, and I actually like this this logo. The and one this you're wearing in particular is great. I like it. It really it shows you what the team's about. You know, I hear the name of this team, I think, oh wow, that makes a lot of sense. It's a beautiful hat, and I like the color the color coordination that they had with this, and I think this the uniform was pinstripe. This one. This yeah, one of their uniforms was pinstripe. I think their roads were pinstripe. Pretty I remember, awesome. and they were vests too. Ah, so that's so maybe a bonus clue there. There's the there's vested jerseys. So Chen's, that's guess our hat. That's it. Chen's giving us all the clues. He, uh, I did my homework. He did his homework about five minutes before we started recording, but right. he did his homework. I got it done. He got it done. So now we're gonna enter a new section of our show, replacing our push and pull factors, our fan questions. Fan okay. questions. Fan we questions. Finally got questions. Finally. So first and question. All they did, all they did was. Slide into our DMs. That's it. That's all we need. That's all we need. So, fan question number one. Who's it from? Comes from my other brother, oh. Chris. Okay. Okay. Um, he said, question, if you can go back and reinvent the sport, which one would it be and why? Reinvent. So, reinvent. So, I'm not inventing my own sport. You're not inventing your own I'm, sport. I'm, I'm going to be giving credit as the person who made a game. Exactly. Like Abner Doubleday. <sighs> well, I know which one you would pick. <laughs> No, you don't. Why don't you go first? No, you don't know which one. I know. Pick. Okay, I can take two guesses. Like two, take two guesses. Well, it's not baseball because it's too obvious. Mm-hmm. What's the other one? Bowling. No. Really? Mm-mm. Wow. No. Okay, so this is going to be interesting when you finally say it. All right. What I would like to be credited for inventing would be... There's a lot of ways you can go here. Mm, a lot. A lot of ways. A lot of ways here. Good mm. question by Chris. That's very good. Makes you think. Nice Makes you think. Smart kid. Very smart. Engineer from Manhattan. Engineer kid. Very smart, smart guy. Um, maybe soccer. Why? Because it's a global sport. Okay. And my invention would have had a global impact. So how how would you reinvent it? Would you change the field, the rules? Wait, wait, wait. I thought we were, I thought we were just being the guy. I'm how changing would, rules? How would you reinvent it? The question is, if you can go back and reinvent a sport, reinvent means change. How well, would I you? In the beginning of the, of the how would you? How Am I would changing you, anything? How would you change it to make it? Oh God! More 
fun to play. Oh no, no, I'm not. I'm changing my answer then. All right, what I is think, it? I think soccer is perfect the way it is. Okay. Hmm. So as you think, I have mine. Go ahead. I would change basketball. And what would you do? I would change basketball because just based on how it's played and 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 the court that it's played on, I would make the court longer. All right, I think the court's a hundred feet. Right, I would make it bigger. I'd make it two hundred feet. Um, I would widen it a little bit. I would add different types of shots. I would add a three point. I would add a four point and even a five point shot. Since longer, you have more room in each side of the baskets too. So, like Damian Lillard's shot last night might have been like a five pointer. Exactly. But um, it wouldn't have mattered anyway because he still won. You know, he died. Exactly. But I would add. I would change. I would reinvent basketball. Um, I think I would also change uh, how many guys were on the court since it's bigger. Maybe I would add six six guys on each side instead of five. So now you got 12 players on the court rather than 10. I would change the substitutions. So more like soccer type. So you only have a certain amount no, of substitutions. That's stupid. Well, like I said, this is me though. You know? But dude, soccer's played over 90 minutes. 45 minutes each well, day. Well, no, hear me out here. I would make the quarters longer. Four quarters. What the fuck, man? That's, so, that's not basketball anymore. Well, reinvent it. It would be basketball, but reinvent it. I would make I would make it more team handball style, where you had a certain amount of dribbles and you could take a couple of steps without the dribble. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. This is yeah. horrible. This I, sounds horrible. I, that's what I think. I, I don't I, want you to go back in time and read. That's what. This is that's the what worst I would sport do. ever. It's not best. You you changed the whole sport. That's that's the, the whole is point. To reinvent. Yeah, I reinvented it. In many ways, I took a so lot of So it's not sports. basketball anymore. It's basketball. You said I would reinvent basketball and make it not basketball. I would reinvent... Okay. You're changing it. Change the floor. Make it longer. Oh, that was fine. Add, add more arcs. That was okay. Okay. Add more arcs. And then you got the, dri- the dribbling limitations. Dri- dribbling limitations. But dribbling is a part of the game. Well, it's a skill. But what I'm saying is you... But what's one of the biggest problems with oh, people complaining is the travel. Gonna, the guy, right? old man so, is from Porto here. So I think that if you let the players take some steps after they dribble... Whether it's three steps or two steps, they can do it that way. Not run with the not run with the ball. Okay, but how would you how would you regulate that? You yeah. could barely you could barely do it today. You you really, gonna allow them now to take three legal steps? Three legal steps, yeah. Oh no 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 no! no. They already take three legal steps without That's it what being I'm saying. Called. But that but if you make it where it's a part of the game, it's more acceptable. And I would make it more contact. More contact. <laughs> more contact. Dude, what the fuck is this sport? What is this? More contact? More contact. What are you going to do? Contact ball. It's hockey. It's, you're, you're, no, dude, you're playing team handball. You're playing team handball, but instead of a goal, you have to put the ball in a hoop. I like it. Team handball is great. Basketball is great. Whatever hand hand basket, whatever this fucking Frankenstein sport that you're making is, is fucking horrible. I like it. I like it. It doesn't. It's never gonna happen. But thank God. I like it. Listen, I can't get on you because this was a this was a hypothetical question. Exactly. Exactly. I'm glad glad you answered in a very good way. Now I'm just gonna say. What do you think? That's awful. Okay. Well, <laughs> you went from saying you answered the question, I like it, to that's awful. I can say I like it. Okay. I, I a- can also right. say that. Answer the question. No, I liked I liked how you answered it. Mm-hmm. I didn't like your answer. All right. You don't have to like my I'm answer. I'm not saying I do. What do you like? What are you doing? 
God damn. All right. Well, I, I was I was trying to think, and then I was I was just getting blown away by your insane sport that you're making. I don't even know if I would reinvent a sport, but maybe I had to do a paper on this in college. I would allow steroids to be used in sports, even though there's major major health things that happen because of it. Yeah, because you. I'm not saying you have to take steroids to play the game. Right, you can play the game without it. But then everybody's not playing on a legal field. Well, or a fair field. Not true, because if you make it legal, then they will. More people will do it legally, and yes, it gets it levels a playing field at a higher level. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yeah. But Barry Bonds. Uh, 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 Barry Bonds uh, uh, had a nice uh, uh, had a nice uh, uh, quote on, though. Barry Bonds said, "Just because you take just because you take because you take steroids, it doesn't improve your hand eye coordination." Oh, here we go. Yeah, and just because you have fucking six point shots and a and a three gym limitation means you're. They're not going to talk score. about adding a four point shot. Four point. They're not. Cha- they're not changing how many dribbles you can take. So they said reinvent the sport. So I reinvented it. Oh god. All right. Anyway. So basically, what I'm saying is, if you allow steroids to happen, then they can still choose if they want to or not. But if they don't, they know that they might, might, be at a slight disadvantage. Then you're going to have the true gifted players who have the hand-eye coordination that's just amazing, the bat speed, everything like that, naturally, or or, or developed appropriately. But then you're going to have the guys that enhance themselves with artificial uh, enhancement, and that level will be raised to a higher a higher level, but it would make things more exciting, I think. Not that I don't think it's exciting already. I love the sport just the way it is, all right? But if I had to change something, maybe it would be that. Okay. Nikki? Recreate a sport. So James on his little handball creation. That's that's amazing. They completed like that. So maybe if I were to recreate a sport, like you said, soccer, you probably wouldn't. Maybe I would for soccer reinvent the sport a little bit. Maybe... There's too many people out there probably like oh, faking injuries uh, and faking stuff like that because soccer is probably some people say soccer is like, you know, kicking a ball and pretending to be hurt. It's a fairy sport. So um, I should say that coming from the guy, I don't even know. Don't get, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I got so if I were to recreate um, soccer, I would keep it the way it is. The field, fine, long field. Um, same thing, 90 minutes, 45 minutes each half. But if I were to recreate the sport with, um, with soccer and red cards, yellow cards, red card, you're out of the game. Yellow cards is like a warning. If someone were to injure themselves, like, completely, like get a hamstring injury or hurt themselves, like, you know, on their leg, arm, anything like that, normal injury. But if it's a fake injury, they end up going into, you know, they come out of the game and then they go over... And then they say, oh, it's just a fake injury. And she get a red card for that. You know, it should be out of the game. Yes. You know, it's just a faking injury. It should be a real contact injury. Because if you do that, it's just it's just saying you're, you're like, desp- you're desperate for the win, desperate for the red card, desperate for them to get out of the game. And that's just the stupidest way to win a game. You want to win the game, win it legit. Just kick a ball, get it in the net, win the game. All right? I like it. Easy one like that. I like it. All right, cool. Uh, he brings up, he, he reminded me of a, an awesome sport that's actually out there today. Um, it is the national sport of hockey. I don't know if you knew this, Puma. Bandy. Well, what's bandy, Chance? Well, let me tell you. Well, what's bandy, Chance? 
You're gonna like this. I think you're gonna like this too. You got the, the two world, the two Puma worlds colliding here. Soccer and hockey. It's basically that. It's okay. a combination of soccer and hockey. It's the it's a sport that's played in the wintertime in Russia. It's basically hockey on a soccer field with soccer rules using hockey equipment. That's cool. Well, let me tell you. So they have the sticks. They use a ball, not a puck. All right, so it moves a little faster. So it's like broom ball. Yeah. Um, bigger field, soccer soccer field size, okay? They have corner corner strokes, free strokes, penalty strokes, the whole nine. They have penalties. Uh, blue card is a warning. Red card, you're out. They have penalties like in hockey. So you have the, the advantage. Mm-hmm. It's fucking awesome. If I had to reinvent anything, I'd say... Bring that more bring to the that, Bring that to, to the States. That's That'd be amazing. Fun. That'd right? be fun. But they don't. They wouldn't be into that. Because as Americans, we're stupid. And we just know it as, oh, nope, this is it. Our sports are superior. Well, that's why hockey is not that big here. Because it's a Canadian sport. And it's growing. It is growing. Yeah, it's growing. Just like just too slow. Just it, like just like the MLS is growing. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, growing. It's growing. It's growing. My ass is growing. So yeah, your ass hair is definitely growing. It's, it's, it is. It actually might be falling out. I'm balding in more places than one. <laughs> All right. So that was our first our first question. Great question, Chris. Thank, Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. A second question. This comes from our good friend Phil. All right, Philly Philly Bones. So Phil Philly Burger. Phil asks, if you landed a main role in a movie, what type of movie genre would it be, and who would be your co-star? Co-star. And why would you pick that co-star? Is this like, am I picking a genre in general? Yeah, so sci-fi, space or am opera, I gonna say like, action, comedy. Or am I going to say like, because I, I... Superhero. I have an answer, but it's a very specific movie. Yeah, that's fine. Why All not? Right. I would like to be... James Bond. Who would your co-star be? So now James Bond's co-stars are usually females. Mm-hmm. I, haven't th- I haven't thought about this yet. You have an answer? Yeah. All right. Why don't you go? Okay. Nicky says he's got a good one. He's he's itching. At the, he's chomping at the bit. So I would want to do a sci-fi movie. Obviously, I'd like to be a Jedi. So I would want to be involved in a Star Wars type movie. Even that doesn't have to be like a re- Return of the Jedi. I don't have to be like a Mark Hamill type of character, but I would be okay with being like a Qui Gon, or like an Anakin. And so you don't even want to be the big guy. No, I don't need to be. Well, I am the main role. It says a starring role. So yeah, so I would love to be Anakin Skywalker probably. So I get to be Vader. But my co-star, so like my Jedi Master, I would love because he's just a strict. I think he would be a strict strict oh straight badass as a Jedi master would be um shit uh his name co-star what was his name uh, his name's fucking escaping me now um um The Rock imagine The Rock Dwayne Johnson you want as a as a Jedi master man that would be great dude enough with this guy (laughs) this guy fuck him (laughs) I like The Rock. I really do. But come on, man. He gets everything. He's apparently amazing at everything. He was a great wrestler, great football player. He did, and he's an amazing actor? Come on. He's going to people's elbow. 
People's elbow with, with the force. How about WWE Star Wars? You got fucking Undertaker choke slam and Darth Vader. How about that? <laughs> you, got, you got those wings so, running in, cutting everybody, saying, if you smell what the rock is cooking. <laughs> yeah. Give me, give me the rock and not Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson. The rock. So the, the W, his WWE, persona. His yeah, persona. Yeah, give me that guy. Like in Star Wars. Steve Austin. Give me him too. Imagine him as your Yoda. Yeah, you walk into the fire, it's always in here. You see him coming out with some beer cans, smacking them around, chugging them. But light, I chug. <laughs> All right, so Nikki. 800 years, I trained Jedi in Bud Light. <laughs> I didn't know he was Indian now. <laughs> What is he on a Seven Eleven now? Oh God! That's the name, that's the name of his next uh, fucking X-wing, Seven Eleven. <laughs> All right, I must have lost you there. <laughs> All right. So just like James with the sci-fi movies, definitely would like to be in like a Star Wars type of movie. I don't think I would be like a Jedi. I think I would be more like a Jedi. James's perspective probably be like a Sith Lord, like Anakin, who turned into the dark side because of the Emperor. And uh, Chancellor Palpatine. I feel like if I were to be in a movie, I wouldn't be Anakin. I would probably be Han Solo, the badass Kilgrito. Um, uh, what's his name? He scandaled um, Lando for the Millennium Falcon. And, oh, uh, okay. you know, he's just, um, he's dating Princess Leia. You know, everything like that. Yeah. He seems like a badass. Yeah. You know, he's uh, not scared of anything. He uh, Carbonite freezing. He's not scared of Jabba or anything like that. And my co-star. So you're replacing Chewie. Chewie. If I'm replacing Chewie, Han Solo. So I need somebody who's like a big, tall guy. You know, he's really strong. Comes from another planet. He's hairy. <laughs> Got the man sweater. Me. Alright, so if I were to have a mascot or somebody like... <laughs> now Chewbacca's a mascot. <laughs> if I were to have somebody uh, very tall, has to be a very tall guy, very strong guy, Somebody not afraid of anything. You know what? He's a memo beat guy. Why not? Aaron Judge. Big guy. Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge being in Star Wars. (laughs) Why not? If The Rock can do it, he can do it. (laughs) The Rock can do anything. It's like him and Kevin Harder in every fucking movie now. (laughs) You see Aaron Judge. He's got uh, played played baseball three years. He's uh, hit almost 100 home runs already. 52 home runs in 2017. You know, he's um even though he's out with uh with one swing of the bat, he just already be out with a left oblique injury, screaming the F word in the bolt in the dugout. But anyway, I think of him as uh Chewbacca, not as hairy, but on the stronger side. Yeah. Because um he's not really afraid of um to take chances and not afraid to um, you know, take this bat and just go zoom zoom uh, That's true. You know That's true. use the force and stuff like that. So yeah, Aaron Judge, co star, Han Solo, badass. <laughs> Pretty good answers. Good answer. You know what, man? I really don't know like who's hot out there right now. The females. You don't know the what fe- co-star you would pick? The female, the female actresses. I don't know. No. I also I don't want to take I don't want to take a fucking married married person. You know? Scarlett Johansson. Is she married? She, no. I feel like she's old news too. What about Ariana Grande? Uh, fuck her. No, fuck Get her. Out Get out of here, psycho. Uh Mm, yeah, J-Lo Used to be the popular pick I don't know Maybe I'll just do Maybe I'll just do 
regular co-star. Let, let the producers decide who will be the, the Bond That's girl. a cop-out. All right. Yeah, we, why don't you give me some suge- suggestions? As a female? I don't know. Any, I don't know. I don't really watch a lot of movies. Um, right now, the, the, the Game of Thrones people are, are the hot ones. They're big. So, would you pick Amelia Clark? No. Um, she reminds me, for some reason, she reminds me of... <laughs> I don't even know if I should say that. What about, here. what about, what about the woman who played... <laughs> what about, what about, um... What about the woman who played Wonder Woman? Oh! Great fucking... Yes, Gal Gadot. Yes. There you go. Yes. Yes. Gal Gadot. There you go. Gal Gadot. There's your co-star. Yep. Good Gal- question, Phil. Gal Gadot. Good question, Oof. Phil. Yes. All right, so... Give me some Gadot. Our last question of the day... She probably kicked my ass. <laughs> she was in the Israeli army. Yeah, she was. Fucking beast. Our last question comes from Papa Puma. Oh, nice. Question. He said, if you owned a time machine... What historical event would you prevent from happening? There's many out there to choose from. There's many out there to choose from. So, right, so prevent from happening. What historical event would you stop from happening? Now, the, the catch-22 about this question is that some of these historical events that happened, the especially tragic ones, led to other things that ended up helping us. Like 9-11, the Iraqi war, we have better airport security, and we brought down a lot of those terrorist organizations, even though the war is still going on. You know, that was a positive of 9-11, even though there's really hard to take a positive out of a tragedy like that. Mm. It was a cost of 3,000 people. Okay. So, if I can go back and change and prevent something historic from happening, um, I would probably go back and... I don't even... There's so many... I have my answer. All right, go. I would. I think I would prevent the Holocaust. The Holocaust, okay. Because that's what that's like the the greatest genocide, human genocide, human genocide in history. And I don't think anything good came out of that. Right? No, it's not like it's not like he was doing this, and it led us to go start a war. The war was already started. Right, and nothing nothing good came out of it. So, I'll actually, now that you said that, I'm going to link mine to yours. Okay. I would go back and prevent World War One from happening. Okay. Because the reason why, and it connects to the Holocaust, because World War One, Franz Ferdinand, Archduke Franz Ferdinand, was, was assassinated by a Serbian terrorist group called the Black Hand, and that started the war. Now, the war went through, and Germany was put at onus for the entire war. So that treaty that they signed changed the complexion of German, the German economy. They were poor, they high inflation rates because they had to pay for the reparations of the war, they owed money to almost every country in the world, which led to the, the election of Hitler, which led to the Holocaust. So then if you, if you stop World War I, World War II doesn't happen, and the Holocaust don't happen. Now, we are taking away from those wars not happening is, you know, World War World War Two got us out of the depression. You know, war created more jobs, got more people working. So it helped our economy, but I think that 
saving all those lives in the Holocaust is worth it and there we would find a way to bounce back at that time. Pearl Harbor wouldn't have happened either. Um, you know, Hitler wouldn't have gotten, the Nazi party wouldn't have came up and gotten elected in the first place. Um, and maybe, and it may change the landscape of the countries in that part of Europe today. Maybe the, there are certain countries that don't exist because World War One didn't happen. That's another caveat to it. But if you're saving all those lives in the Holocaust and you're saving Hitler from ever happening, I think that's a good trade-off. So you save the Archduke. World War One doesn't happen, which means World War Two doesn't happen because World War Two happened because Hitler took over and he wanted to get, he wanted to make amends for World War One and the and, and the treaty, and plus he was just an asshole. So Holocaust, World War One, Nikki, what do you think? To World War One and World War Two, if you combine the death toll, it's basically around one hundred million, which is a high, high death toll. And everyone would love to say that World War One, World War Two, hey, shouldn't happen. The thing about World War One is that if you look at the end of World War One, nineteen eighteen, Austria Hungary is a huge, huge country that's surrounding Germany and Serbia and Russia. That country then gets broken up into many, many different little countries, as well as the Czech Republic, Austria, and Hungary, their own countries, you know, and enlarged Romania. You've got Germany losing territory because of Poland. You know, all these nations are getting formed, and, you know, if it wasn't for World War I, there'd still be many nations. It'd only be like a, a small amount of nations. Because in Africa, many nations were also formed because of the Ottoman Empire. But if I were to, still, like you said, World War I um, would make World War II happen. If World War I didn't happen, World War II didn't happen. Because the Germans in 1919, they said, this isn't an armistice because we're in peace. This is an armistice for only 20 years. Because in 1939, that's when Germany invaded Poland. That's when Germany took over the entire war and like started killing Jews and the Holocaust happened. But if I were to take out an event, I probably would take out the Holocaust because it's like, what was the point of it? Millions and millions of Jews being put into concentration camps and being killed for no reason. All right. They're just out there for freedom, you know, living normal life. And they're just getting killed by some idiot who in Germany just thinks he can do whatever he wants. Ends up killing many, many innocent people. Six million. Six million. Two thirds of the uh, population of European Jews. And because of this entire war, over 65 million people many of them civilians are just losing their life and just wasting their entire life. So definitely World War II is the biggest genocide this entire... So pretty much the main person all this that we would try to stop is Hitler. Mm. Because if you go back to Hitler... So yeah, there we go. That's the answer. So main... What's the thing? Well, that's the the main... Stop the birth of Hitler. So the main... main, Who actually shares a birthday with my dad, fun fact. Well, April 20th. Yeah. And that's the Columbine anniversary too. Yep. So... Well, we wouldn't stop the birth of Hitler. We would stop Hitler becoming Hitler because Hitler wasn't even German. He was Austrian and he was an artist and he f- served in World War One. got discharged medically and then wrote Mein Kampf. And when he wrote Mein Kampf, he believed in this race called the Aryan race, blonde hair, blue eye. And the, ger- the Jews and even the, the Jews weren't just the ones exterminated during the Holocaust. It was gypsies. And if you weren't, the Aryan race. He made up this Aryan race that he wanted 
to thought was superior, thought was better for the world, and that's what he was trying to reach, that goal of that. And basically what we're all saying is we're preventing the Holocaust from happening in different ways, right? World War One, I'm saying, doesn't doesn't cause World War Two, and you know, just stopping Hitler from becoming the Nazi power that he was. Hitler can be born and live and all that stuff, but if he doesn't become Hitler as we know him, what's it don't matter. So you know, I'm not saying you got to stop baby Hitler from being born. What are you gonna What are you gonna do? Are you gonna walk up to Hitler like travel back in time? Hey Adolf, my name's James Puma. I'm from the future. What you're thinking about, you're going to think about doing something really stupid right now that's going to change the course of history. Please don't do it. No. Well, at my point, I would go and stop the assassination of Franz Ferdinand. That was the start of World War One. That was the start of World War One. so I wouldn't even go meet Hitler. All right, so you're just saying stop World War One. Yeah, which, would cause, which wouldn't cause World War Two, which wouldn't cause the Holocaust. Okay. Because that war, World War One, if you think about it, Austria-Hungary called war on Serbia, then Russia, then on Austria-Hungary, then Germany on Russia. And then the whole Europe got in the war, and then it started raging through Africa and China and stuff like that. And even the U.S. got involved because there were many civilians civilians who were killed on passenger boats. Like 150 Americans are getting killed. The Lusitania. The Lusitania. It killed 128 Americans. And then everyone was... And think of all the lives you're saving by not having two world wars. Yeah, no, true. Definitely. million. Okay. So, you know, that's what I'm saying. So good question, great question. Um, I think we've hit the end here mm. of our show. I, I think we are. Um, we've got everything else. Is there anything else you want to add before we we say goodbye? Anything we missed? It's good to be back. Who do you think you are? I am. See you later. <laughs>